Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would you be the jerk for demanding to know your girlfriend's secret pen name? We'll get to that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for not letting a girl into my house party after she unfollowed me on Instagram? Last year I hosted a Halloween party and there one of my guests, caller Jen, came over. We hung out, talked for a little bit, she was friendly and we added each other on Instagram. A couple months ago she unfollowed me on Instagram. I found it rather odd in that while she unfollowed me, she kept my two roommates still added. I didn't say anything about it but to my roommates. Last Friday, I had a house party and I told Jen's friend that they're welcome to come, but they can't bring Jen. They were like, what did Jen do? I was like, she's blacklisted. Jen came anyway that night. I told her she isn't welcome. She made a huge scene, but eventually left. The party was still great. I didn't tell anyone why she was blacklisted, but my roommates. They said it was harsh and that I embarrassed her in front of her friends. I didn't see it as a big deal as I told her before she came. Her making a scene was her own fault. I think OP is putting way too much stock into an Instagram follow or unfollow. I mean, can only the people that come to your party be people that follow you on your Instagram? It just screams of insecurity to me, am I wrong there? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my friend that her being ugly was not my problem? Throw away, me, 23-year-old female, and my friend, 23-year-old female, have been friends for four years. She's the you-either-like-it-or-you-don't personalities. Often, she'll say something really rude to someone and justify it as just honest. She doesn't care about people and their opinions because they're too much noise. I find myself getting into men drama as I can't seem to judge character, and she's helped. Two days ago, we were in uni and a guy sat next to me. I start chatting to him and when she comes, I can tell she's annoyed. She sits down, crosses her arms and tuts loudly. Me and the guy laugh awkwardly but keep talking and he asks for my number. My friend abruptly says, she's not interested, go away. He looks irritated and says, I was asking her. She says, take a hint, witch boy. I step in and nudge her saying he's being nice and for her to chill. The guy just says, okay, what the freak? She says, that's all they do, freaking horny apes. He looks annoyed. After a bit, I apologize and he leaves. I was pretty annoyed and say that I can tell a guy myself if I'm not interested. She says that you can never say no. I tell her she's rude, but she says that she's just honest. I see there's a difference between being honest and being a plain witch. She is fuming and says, did you just call me a witch? I say that's what you were acting like. She starts screaming that I don't know what it's like, I always get everything I want, I have pretty privilege, I can eat what I want, she's overweight. I sympathize with her and go to hug her, but she pushes me and says, stop trying to act like the nice girl all the time. I get annoyed and say, listen. I know you're upset, but you don't have a right to be mean to me. I'm just trying to help. She gets angry and in my face and starts shouting scamp. 
that if men could see past looks, they'd prefer her over me because I'm fake. I love attention and making her look like crap and that I get with multiple guys and I'm not mature enough to handle them. This is hurtful because she knows some of them were abusive or forceful. In the end, she said I had nothing to offer but my face and body. I'm crying and she says, save the tears, your life has given you nothing to cry about. Try being considered ugly for a day. I scoff and say, you being ugly is not my problem so stop making it mine. Guys don't come to you, not because of your weight, your face, it's because you're a freaking jerk. She just keeps repeating, I can't believe you said that. Crying, I leave. I tell my friends, they're annoyed and ignore her saying they weren't too fond of her anyways. Yesterday I got a long text accusing me of turning our friends against her and saying I'm petty. She says she opened up and I used it against her. I ignored her text, but my sister said that I was a jerk as my friend was obviously insecure and deeply upset about something, but I didn't comfort her. Looking back, I didn't really comfort her. I feel really bad as I kind of dismissed her insecurities. Was I the jerk? I mean, I guess you could frame it in a way of saying like, oh, OP dismissed their insecurities. But even if OP is the most ride-or-die lifelong friend, it's not OP's burden to coddle them. It's not OP's burden to try to feel responsible to try and comfort them whenever they feel like they need to share an insecurity. And especially not when their insecurities are exposed in a way that just puts down other people, specifically OP themselves. How are you supposed to be a support system for somebody that is actively insulting you? This next story is, am I the jerk for yelling at my brother, asking him to have some freaking empathy towards me? My life hasn't been going that great recently. I left my husband two months ago, and I've been miserable since. I left him because I had a crush on another man, and that made me question our entire relationship and myself too. I started dating my husband when I was 17 and fell in love with his kindness. He was my first boyfriend ever, and he showed me care I've never received from a man before. Long story short, I've left him after almost 10 years of being together, because I started questioning why I've fallen in love with him. I had an emotionally abusive father growing up, and I never went to therapy and never tried to process that. I just tucked it away and got married to a man who was the complete opposite of him and a people pleaser. Upon leaving my husband, I moved back in with my mother, father's dead now, and my little brother, and now I hate my life and miss my husband terribly. I have to commute three hours a day to work, and my mother and brother are much more difficult roommates than my husband was. My brother especially is frustrated by my presence and constantly picks up fights. Yesterday he was yelling at me through the door about taking too long in the bathroom, and I told him to calm down and don't be such a jerk. He asked when I'll finally move out because I'm always in the way and told me I was an idiot for leaving my husband and I should go and beg him to take me back, but he probably won't because I'm impossible to live with. I snapped and I yelled at him asking him to have some freaking empathy for me. I'm going through a hard time and I really don't need him to be such a jerk to me. He replied that it's not his problem, I created this situation for myself, and it's not fair that he has to suffer the consequences of my actions too, and I don't deserve his empathy. He's right that it's all my fault. I created this situation. I've only got myself to blame. Am I the jerk for yelling at him? People were quick to jump and say OP was the jerk here, but I think OP's just been dealing with honestly a lot of stuff, 
And it might upset the brother, but they moved back into their mom's house, right? Surely it's not the little brother's home. I don't think OP's the jerk for using the restroom. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my wife the most beautiful woman in the world in front of her sister? I, male 29, am a doctor, and my wife, female 29, is in another high-demand, high-pay field with long hours. I've recently been working more odd hours, as opposed to my wife's normal 8 to about 6 routine. As such, we've not really seen much of each other for about a week. We're also just normally very lovey-dovey, cuddling, and all that stuff. We make sure not to do PDA, and keep it not sexual most of the time. Also, her sister, female 33, has recently divorced from her husband, for reasons that are irrelevant in my opinion. Just for context, her sister had an Indian-style arranged marriage, and doesn't see the point of love marriages in general. She's taking this quite hard, as in India, where she got her previous marriage from, there is sadly a lot of stigma surrounding women who've divorced, which means if she doesn't find a love marriage, she'll likely be all alone for the rest of her life, as very few people will want to arrange a marriage with her. I personally think the whole concept of arranged marriages is fine, but a lot of the standards and stigmas surrounding it are quite backwards. So my sister's been staying with me and my wife, we're okay with it, and she's honestly a very nice roommate, always cleaning up after herself, super respectful of the rules in the house. Recently my wife and I got lucky and I had my workday end at 5 on a Friday and she came home early. We were pretty excited and once we were both home we were together. We decided to watch a movie together after a while and we were lying on the couch cuddling, sweet talking to each other a little bit. Her sister came into the room and sat down on the other couch and watched the movie. We weren't really saying anything to be honest, just stuff like how we missed each other, how it was so painful to be without each other, how we loved each other a lot, that sort of stuff. I was trying to be soft because the sister looked like she was actually watching the film, but at one point I just held my wife's face and told her, you're the most beautiful woman in the world. I didn't notice it at the time, but I believe that's when her sister left the room. Later on in the night, after my wife had gone off to prepare for bed, her sister came out and yelled at me. She basically accused me of cuddling with my wife specifically to mock the fact that she doesn't have a husband anymore, and that I was saying that she wasn't beautiful when I told my wife she was the most beautiful. I tried to calm her down, but she got more riled up, fixating on comparisons between my wife and her, getting a bit too close to me for my liking and asking me questions like, what makes her hotter than me? She then held out for a hug, crying a bit, but I shook my head because I was a bit concerned from how she went from yelling at me to wanting physical comfort. Eventually she just backed off and said okay tearfully and walked away. Am I the jerk for saying it? Should I have given her a hug? I think OP did nothing wrong here and I think they did absolutely right in not giving in to that weird physical hug because to me it definitely seems like the sister kind of maybe fancies OP and is kind of looking for some male affection from OP. If anything, I think OP should go to their wife and be straight up honest with them about exactly what happened. God forbid you do not want this to develop into anything more without the wife being in the know. In fact, like, after that kind of behavior, I feel like maybe the sister should leave. This next story is, am I the jerk for smoking weed in my friend's apartment and getting him evicted? I have a buddy who's part of my friend group who smokes a lot of weed. Whenever he comes over to my house, he lights up. I have to constantly chase him outside. 
I smoke weed too, I just don't do it in my house, I smoke outside. Anyways, a few of us were over at his place for the Super Bowl, and I lit up on his balcony. I figured if he was comfortable smoking in my house, he must smoke at his place. I didn't want to do it indoors though. He comes running out and tells me to put it out, it's a smoke-free building. Crap. I guess I wasn't quick enough. He texted me today, and he's been evicted, and he lost his security deposit. I feel like a jerk. He's mad. Some of our friends are pissed off at me. But a few of them point out that I literally have had to throw him outside at my house because he kept smoking inside. He wants me to put his security deposit so he can get a new place. I might give him some money because I feel crappy about the situation. I didn't mean to cause him problems. I just thought he was so used to smoking at his place that that's why he always forgot at my house. While I do agree that OP should have asked and made sure it was okay first, I think almost anybody can understand why OP felt okay in the way they did because yeah, this dude went over to OP's house and just smoked right there in their own house. Also, how did they get evicted because one person smoked outside one time on the balcony? I feel like maybe this was a final straw thing, like this guy who was happy to smoke in your house probably pushed everybody else at that place to their limits and that's why they got evicted. This next story is, am I the jerk for making my mother lose custody of my nephew? This morning, I, 29-year-old male, had a rude awakening by my mother, 61-year-old female, hounding on my bedroom's door telling me to get up. Got up, went to the kitchen, and she told me to sit down. And then she explained how just 15 minutes ago, she was visited by two police officers and two agents from CPS to take my nephew, one-year-old male, to a municipal shelter. I was already expecting this to happen, but figured I would have a few weeks more of lead time. In any case, what happens is, my sister, 28-year-old female, had a son early last year, and since she was admitted to the hospital giving premature birth, had not done any prenatal care whatsoever, and was involved in substance abuse. The hospital reported it to CPS, who took her son away to a shelter. I knew this would happen eventually, and I knew my mother would step in because he's blood and flesh and he don't separate blood and flesh. However, I didn't expect it would go as bad as it did. For starters, my sister decided not to name the father in the birth certificate, despite the guy owing up to it. He helped out for a few months and when he saw he was off the hook, he vanished. At the same time, my mother quit her job to look after my nephew, leaving the brunt of the house's expenses with me. She said my sister would be moving in and would be getting a job. She did move in, putting zero effort in getting a job and even less in helping around the house. Bear in mind, this is an old style shared living, boarding house, which is much less than ideal, but you play the cards you're dealt. Fast forward to April, my mom's been granted custody over my nephew and he's living with us. Fast forward again to November, and my mother has another relapse into alcoholism, skips out on 15 days of work, and I reported to the CPS agent responsibly for my nephew's case. Come December, I'm once again with my finances severely strained, and just after New Year's, again my mother decides that a little drink couldn't hurt, and... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Skips on a whole month of work. Again, I reported it to CPS. It's now early February, somehow my mother hasn't lost her job and has started finally seeing a psychologist and a psychiatrist. Meanwhile, we get a court summons to speak to the court's social assistant regarding my nephew, his care, and the current living arrangements. I tell the truth about my mother's alcoholism, how I'm worried that properly caring for my nephew is beyond her capabilities. She's 61 years old, smokes, has trouble with alcohol. How I also cannot look after him. I'm almost 30, barely make enough to keep my head out of water. And how my sister's still unfit, hasn't even bothered getting a job, and it's not clear whether she's still abusing substances or not. The social services person told me it was very likely they would step in and take him back to a shelter, and in the long run, he will likely be up for adoption. This morning, they came and took my nephew, and I finished burying whatever relationship I had left with my mother and sister. So, am I the jerk? I think Opie was only ever just trying to look out for an innocent kid. Family or not, I don't think that can possibly make you the jerk, can it? You could argue that Opie's the only one that's even been trying to look out for them besides the legal system. This next story is, am I the jerk for not telling my roommate what's in my pickle? I, 29-year-old male, live with a roommate, 30-year-old male, in shared housing in India. We were of different religion, and most of the things till yesterday were cordial among us. I don't lock my Elmira, just my room in the main gate. There are a lot of pickles available here of different types. Four days ago, I bought one packet of each of chicken and pork pickle and pour them in two glass jars. Then the day before yesterday, during dinner, he saw me eating the chicken one and asked for a small amount to taste. I guess he liked it as he kept asking for a bit more. Anyways, yesterday I took the chicken one with me to the office to eat with my lunch. Upon returning, my roommate was giving me these weird looks. 
During dinner, he again asked me for the chicken pickle. This time, I declined and told him he should buy one for himself if he likes it this much. He said, what's the issue when I already have another jar? This surprised me as it was kept in my Almira. When I asked how he got access, he said he knocked on my room to ask for something and found that I left without knocking. He saw my Almira and snooped around and saw the other one and tasted a bit. By this point, I was pretty angry and said he shouldn't have even have gone inside. Also, it wasn't chicken that he ate, but pork. The guy went white and asked why I didn't tell him. I said, because I don't need to as it's my stuff. He went to his room and today I saw him moving his stuff out. I'm getting nasty messages from his family for being the biggest walking jerk on earth for feeding him forbidden food. And I'm going to heck for that. So am I the jerk? I would revel in the chance of responding to all of these people and say, oh, I forgot that him going into my room, going into my stuff, never even taking a chance to ask me what it even is and putting it in their mouth is considered me feeding them that stuff. But of course, all of those family members would be just too dense to understand it, probably. They should be more fired up and more caught up about the fact that their son stole food without ever asking. Go on and keep trying to protect your thief of a kid. This next story is, am I the jerk for insisting my husband be with me in the delivery room? My husband, 30-year-old male, and me, 27-year-old female, are expecting a baby this May and it would be our first. We were talking about the birth the other day and I was explaining how I'm starting to feel a lot more anxious and nervous as the due date approaches. I then said, but I feel much better knowing you'd be there with me. Admittedly, this hasn't been discussed prior to this conversation and perhaps it was wrong of me to just assume he'd be there, but I always pictured he'd be by my side. He looked at me kind of surprised and said, What? You want me to be there? And I said, Well, yeah, of course. He hesitated a lot and then proceeded to explain to me that basically he doesn't want to be there. He said he thinks he won't be of any use because he'll be freaking out with all of the screaming and blood and intensity and he would end up being a disadvantage. He suggested that instead of him, I take my mother or a friend. But I told him I didn't make this baby with my mother or my friend and I don't want them, I want him. He said, not everyone can stomach childbirth and that seeing you in so much pain and agony would just break me. Now, I obviously don't want to force him to be there, but I also don't think I can move past this. It's made me feel even more anxious and nervous. I got very upset and told him I can't believe he would refuse. We haven't really spoken much since. Am I overreacting here and being the jerk? I don't think OP's overreacting and I think they're doing some weaponized incompetence here or trying to just weasel out of it. This guy should be there to support you every step of the way. It's not like you're being crushed under a boulder and it's not like they're standing in a position where they've got to like witness the whole situation go down. I would just say that this is a 50-50 partnership and them being a little uncomfortable with childbirth is no excuse to not support your partner. God forbid they get a little bit queasy or uneasy when you're the one pushing a kid out. Our next story is, am I the jerk for getting on a flight and not waiting for my friend? My friend and I booked a flight to New York to spend the long weekend. The morning of the flight, when we arrived at the airport, she had forgotten her passport, and so she had to go back home to get her passport. We were already stressed for time in regards to making our flight, so I didn't go back home with her, and I just checked into the flight. She didn't manage to make it back in time and has since missed the flight. 
I'm now being called an absolute jerk because I chose to board the plane without her and how I didn't go back with her. She says that it's a jerk move and she wouldn't have done that to me, but we already booked the flight and the hotel. I don't know if I'm being the jerk here because it's not my responsibility that she forgot her passport. Was I supposed to miss my flight also and waste my money? I don't know, maybe I'm not seeing it. Am I the jerk? Yeah, I don't think OP's the jerk here. It obviously would have been way nicer if it was a group effort and she didn't have to feel bad alone. I think that's probably the heart of it. They just are upset and looking for anything to blame as to make them feel a little bit better about it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my sister to cover up when she leaves the bedroom? I, 25-year-old female, and my husband, 27, have a home together with our 4-year-old. My sister, Julia, 20, lives with us because we live close to her college. She has her own room. Julia likes to leave the bedroom in a big shirt and underwear, or just a robe, or walk around the house in her sports bra and booty shorts. I've mentioned to her nicely to change before, but she keeps doing it. The other night she did it again, and I just simply said, cover up. She got angry and said she lived there too, and accused me of being worried my husband would sexualize her. I told her that's definitely not the case, but there was a young child in this home and it wasn't appropriate. She needed to cover up before leaving her room. We got into an argument, and I basically said you could run around your room naked for all I care, but once you leave the bedroom you need to be covered. She didn't like that and has been avoiding me in the house the past few days. Am I the jerk? I guess OP has the right to say it, but like, let's be real, what the sister's wearing around the house isn't even that bad. Now, if they were legitimately going out without articles of clothing on, then I could understand why you would complain, but you're worried about your four-year-old seeing their aunt in basically what is almost the same thing as a two-piece bathing suit? And frankly, a sports bra and booty shorts is more covering than that. That said, OP said they don't pay rent. It is their house, so I think they are within their rights to make those rules. It just seems a little overblown, maybe. Am I wrong? This next story is, am I the jerk for selling my son's car to pay for my wife's treatment? I, 46-year-old male, have a son, 17, with my ex. I'm since married and have been for 12 years to my wife, 45. The doctors recently found cancer in my wife, but quick enough to do chemo to shrink it and then remove it. It's not threatening if we're able to do this process. We needed money and I had to give my son my old car. I told him this was an emergency and I had to sell it. He wasn't the only one who had to make a sacrifice. My wife and I had to sell a lot of her jewelry and our laptop. He was really upset by this and complained to his mom who said it wasn't fair that we took his car. It was his form of transportation. I told her I would give him rides to work if needed, and there's a school bus who could pick him up. They were really angered by this, and my son now doesn't want to come by this weekend. I feel bad that he's suffering, but this was an emergency. I'm sorry, but in a matter of life or death, when there's cancer and there's bills to pay, I would rather my partner get that treatment and do whatever you can to take care of it as soon as possible than I would ever give a second thought to a car. God bless the American health system. Just another reminder that if you get a horrendous medical diagnosis, you're bankrupt. This next story is, am I the jerk for letting my roommate starve? For some reason, my roommate Jay, 23-year-old female, has a terrible habit of using people and honestly being a very manipulative person. For example, when we would go out for food, she would magically forget her debit card or wallet, forcing either our A, 
roommate who moved out, or I, 21-year-old female, to pay. Jay would always promise that she would pay us back, but ultimately never would. Jay would also never contribute to groceries, but eats everything in the kitchen, including certain snacks A and I would buy just for ourselves. When confronted on this behavior, Jay would get really defensive and yell and complain about how she's broke and can't believe how we were acting as friends. This has left our relationship very strained, and I try not to interact with her if I can help it. I'm still very cordial and nice to her, I just don't go out of my way to interact anymore. This month has been very hard on me due to the fact that my grandmother passed away, and my mom ended up having a heart attack a couple of days later. So between caring for my mom, planning grandma's funeral arrangements, and balancing school, I've been back and forth between uni and my hometown, 5 hour drive, for the last couple weeks. I've only been back in our apartment for a couple of days and now have the flu. I feel absolutely awful. I haven't bought myself groceries since I've been back because I'm sick, so I just go get food. I normally don't say anything or ask Jay when I go get food for the reasons above, and plus I'm sick and don't want her to get sick, but if Jay asks if she can come, we both go and I make it clear we pay for our own food. This time was no different. I left and got something to eat and came back to Jay upset. She started going off about how I didn't get her anything and I'm a terrible person to not think of her in her time of need. She wrecked her car. I don't feel good, so I just walked away to my room. I hadn't talked to Jay all day, so how would I know she was hungry? She's since been on the phone with everyone she knows about how I'm an awful person for letting her starve and not thinking of her. So am I the jerk? Definitely not the jerk also an awful roommate who clearly does not understand situational awareness. I don't know how much OP's told them, but if they know even an ounce of what's going on with OP, then they are shameless for acting the way they are. Our next story is, am I the jerk for demanding my girlfriend tells me her author's pen name? I've, male 32, been dating Siobhan, female 32, for 6 months now. She's always been very vague about what she does for a living. Satie things like writing and working from home writing. But recently, one of her friends mentioned something and I finally dragged it out of her. She writes and self-publishes romance and erotica stories and novels and, while not rich, she's able to make a living out of it. I googled her name and couldn't find anything, so I confronted her about this. She said she's writing under a pen name, so I demanded she gives it to me so I know what she does. She refuses, saying she doesn't want it to be leaked, even by accident, and no one knows. I accused her of not trusting me, and she still refused, which was really annoying. I tried a nicer approach, and told her that I want to know her fantasies so I can try it out with her, and she told me that what she writes aren't her fantasies, but her readers, and she's still not going to tell me. At night, I tried to check her laptop for her pen name but she changed her password before bed. I was annoyed and told her she clearly doesn't trust me and it's not fair because I have a right to know what she writes, especially since it's a sensitive topic and I don't know her if I don't know her pen name. She was furious I tried to look on her laptop and told me to go home. Before leaving, I told her when she calls to apologize. I expect to get her pen name with the apology. She called me a jerk on my way out. I thought she'd call by now, but she hasn't. My sister told me I was the jerk and I should apologize, but I just don't see it in need. Second opinion. Was I the jerk? 
While I definitely understand the overwhelming curiosity to know what they're writing, I think this is just like some kind of insecurity. And I think OP is going too far when they say literally, I have a right to know what she writes. Can you cite whatever right you have? Because you've been dating them for six months, that's your right? If you were living in the US, she might as well give you her social security number too, right? I know people that work in similar fields as artists, and frankly, people will pay a lot of money for art depicting certain things, and it's just not going to be stuff that necessarily they're happy about, but they probably do for the money, and they're just not gonna really want to get into it beyond that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.